Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today's episode is brought to you by Patreon. If you're interested in supporting the show, go to Patreon.com slash Joshua and become a $2 backer today and get early access to the new episodes. I'll be leaving a link in the description down below. But for now, on to today's episode. You're listening to the Augment Experience Podcast. I'm your host, as usual, Joshua Vellis. I'm a student, musician, and a gamer at heart. Join me as I sit down every week to talk about all the latest news in the technology, business, and video game world. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to the show. My name is Joshua Bells. I'm your host as usual. And obviously, welcome back to the show. Today's episode 250 of the show. Before we get started, we're just going to do a little bit of house cleaning quick because, well, it only makes sense if we do it around here. So let's just get on with the house cleaning. I do want to say thank you guys for coming back and listening to today's episode. Well, I say that because of the fact that it's 250 episodes of doing the show. So I greatly appreciate you guys for constantly taking time out of your days to download these episodes, to share these episodes, to constantly keep letting me know how you feel, whether you like my stupid face or not, my opinions or not. At the end of the day, I greatly appreciate you and you are all greatly appreciated. And also, I hope everyone's having a wonderful break so far because obviously at the time this episode is going live, I know spring break is starting. So I hope everyone has safe travels. I hope, you know, you try not to do anything dumb that gets you in serious trouble and try to be safe about what you do. But I do want to say thank you guys for all this because I really do appreciate it. But on today's episode, because I do realize this episode is coming out a little bit later, but well, we obviously had a lot of stuff to get ready to well enjoy spring break. So here we are. It's funny in many ways because I looked at the topics for this week. You know, wanted to talk about the state of VR or talking about this topic, which is talking about the misleading marketing that is behind the Ryzen 7 X3D chips or the Ryzen 7000 series X3D chips. And I think it's very interesting to be honest with you. One, there's been a lot of commentary online about these things. Obviously the performance benchmarks are already out there. And if anything, it basically confirms the feeling that a lot of people had, which was this idea of pushing out a more expensive product first and then eventually push out the more logical, like I would say logical, but like the one that actually makes sense to buy in terms of price to performance ratio and what you're really getting out of it. Cause if we take a couple years back, you know, look at the past and we see when the 5,800 X3D first came out, originally there was talks that they were going to do the 5,900 X3D and well, that didn't happen. AMD decided not to release a Ryzen 9 version of their X3D chips and only wanted to stick to a Ryzen 7. And fast forward to, you know, this year, and we see that, well, they made a Ryzen 9 version and they made a Ryzen 6 version. So it's like, or Ryzen 5, basically. 
we run into the situation where yes we got what we wanted but is it really worth it and looking at the performance benchmarks yeah the marketing was definitely a bunch of fluff in this case like yes the performance gains like i said you can watch reviews online but the general consensus is that in terms of performance well if we're focusing on the productivity task if we're comparing the 7950x 3d to the regular 7900 or the 7950x we do see that the regular version or in this case just the regular x version does perform better in these productivity and multitasking you know operations and that's funny especially given how expensive the x3d is and given that it's you know labeled as the greatest cpu on the market right now like best gaming chip best productivity you get the best of both worlds and when push comes to shove yeah the regular still outperforms the x3d version and this is due in part because a part of the advertising where yes the x3d chips what they're known for the v you know the 3d v cache like expanding the l3 and the l2 cache to have this large buffer which in many games does help as we've seen with the 5800 58x 100 3d and with that cpu like yeah we saw massive gains in gaming obviously it was primarily designed as a gaming chip not a productivity chip because l3 and l2 cache doesn't really do a lot in terms of these multitasking and productivity workflows but the thing is with the new 7950 x3d the problem is the fact that we're like okay great we're gonna have 16 cores 32 threads and v cache on all the cores right yeah no that's not what happened essentially it was half of the cores get it half of them don't and so we essentially run into this issue where essentially the 7950 x3d operates like the 7800 x3d and it's just like hmm because something i've seen on hardware unboxes review when they talked about the performance benchmarks of the 7950 x3d was they created this simulated version, which is if you only operate the 7950X3D at the full eight cores that actually have the V-cache, you notice that it does perform better in many games in comparison to the 7950X3D because of the fact that you're using all eight cores that have the V-cache instead of using eight cores that have them, eight cores that don't, because then it's just like, well, and it's just, it creates this thing where yeah, AMD was trying to hype this sucker up and they're like, yeah, 16 core, 32 threads, B cash, baby, let's go. And it's just like, yeah, homie, you advertise this and yeah, it kind of sucks. Not gonna lie for the price you're paying. Like for like $700, this is what you're getting. I'm like, like, I get it. Some people say, well, if you want the best of the best, you gotta shell out. But I'm like, well, not really. Cause it's like, if you want the best of both worlds, you might as well just buy the 7950X 3D, or not the 7950X, well, yeah, buy that one, the 7950X. But if you just want pure gaming performance, it makes logical sense after seeing some simulator results where essentially you operate the 7950X 3D at the full eight cores that actually have the V-cache, which essentially makes it a 7800X 3D then it makes more logical sense that you should be waiting for 
the 7800X3D, which is funny because of the fact that AMD decided to release a sucker in April, even though these chips, well, are currently available on the market, both the 7900X3D and the 7950X3D. To be honest, no one has even talked about the 7900X3D, so that should probably give you an indication how people probably feel about it. Yeah, no one cares. Um, I do feel like when we get to the point when we do see the 7800X3D and see the gaming performance and actually get to see it in person and actually running in systems, we're going to see those customers who are more inclined to just focus on pure gaming are just going to purchase that just because of the fact that it's a better value in the long run because it basically is doing what you want it to do. Yes, you still get the eight cores. Yes, you still get the 16 threads. Like if you want to do more multitasking, you can, but you have to be mindful that this sucker is primarily designed for gaming, you know, gaming because of the fact of the large buffer. At the same time, if you want the more, you know, you still want great gaming performance, but you still want more performance when it comes to productivity and things like that, then yes, it makes more logical sense to go towards the 7900X, the 7900, the 7950X, like going for those chips makes more logical sense because of the fact of how much they cost. And speaking on cost, this has always been the problem that AMD has been facing so far with the 7000 series launch because of the fact that it has a low adoption rate because let's be real, the transition to a new platform is very expensive. DDR5 RAM is still pretty expensive. The motherboards, to get a good motherboard that you actually have, that you actually want, is expensive. Like, they talk about, oh yeah, we're gonna make these $125 motherboards, you know? And I'm like, you look at them and they're, well, ass. No offense. But you see the really good motherboards that actually have like the great ethernet ports, the multiple USB ports, multiple M.2 slots, you know, good, I'd say, transistors, good voltage, you know, anything that is actually worth your money is not cheap. It is about $300 for an actual good motherboard. And this is part of the conversation that I've had with people when it comes to what should you be doing right now when it comes to your builds. And personally, I said, if you're just building a gaming PC, it just makes logical sense that you should just buy AM4, buy the 5800X3D, and buy a good kind of RAM with it, and there you go, because you're not gonna be outdated anytime soon. You're not gonna be bottlenecked anytime soon. The 5800X3D still is performing incredible in gaming. And yes, you also have to be mindful, Intel has great options on the market right now, which is funny because people have always dogged Intel, which let's be honest here, we have too, because of the fact that they just didn't have a lot of good products. 10th generation, kind of ass. 11th gen, kind of ass. 12th gen, actually pretty good. 13th gen, actually pretty good. So it's like we're starting to see this increase in competition now from Intel where it's like, now hold on a second. You're like, we got options now. And it makes you really think, okay, do I want to go AMD or do I want to go Intel? And yes, there's pros and cons with both. You just have to be mindful of this stuff. And I think in this case, Intel is providing the better value when it comes to building a rig at a more affordable cost. Even though, yes, the DDR5 RAM is still expensive, but getting into the motherboards are a little bit cheaper. Getting the processors are cheaper, you know? It's just, there's a lot of stuff mixed in here when we think about the marketing that AMD has done with these X3D chips because they understand that the X3D brands does carry weight because it means performance. People see this and they're like, ooh, big Ryzen 9 with 3B cache. We need that. And it's like, we get it. 
and it kind of sucks not gonna lie like yes it's still a great chip it still performs incredibly well in games it does great at multitasking but the fact of the matter that you can say well if you want better gaming then go this direction if you want better multitasking go this direction and I think that's the problem that AMD is running into, that they advertise the sucker as the best of the best that they have to offer. And it's like, well, there's better for cheaper. And it's like, yes, is it the best of both worlds? Absolutely. These are the objective facts. You get the best of both worlds, or at least a good, healthy middle ground. But the problem is, is that it's very expensive. The motherboards are expensive. The cooling for these suckers are going to be expensive. The RAM for these suckers are going to be expensive. And it's just you start to see how this snowball is out of control and it's like and yes i get it it's top of the line you know there's a reason why they came out with this first in comparison of launching the 7800 x3d at the start too because they want to make a better profit margin it's just good business it obviously makes sense you release your higher profit margin stuff first then you release the lower margin stuff later the stuff that actually makes sense don't believe me car manufacturers do the same thing nvidia does the same thing with gpus like it's just the name of the game baby you know that's a, that's just how this works same thing with camera companies camera companies do the same thing all the time with releasing their good bodies first that are very expensive and then eventually release these more affordable like cut down bodies later prime example the r5 and the r6 you know both high-end bodies and they eventually made the r7 then they made the r10 then they made the you know the the r50 then they made the r8 which is about to come out so you see what i'm saying is like people have done this all the time businesses have done this all the time where it's like you obviously want to make money first you obviously want to drop the products that make you the most money first and then eventually trickle down and you know get the the more fish you know you throw bigger and it's like with this stuff it's hard for me to genuinely recommend it because it just doesn't make logical sense because if we're comparing the price to performance ratios we're comparing you know how much your build is going to cost and yes i understand if money's not an op money is not a problem homie you're gonna drop money on like the most expensive stuff you're gonna buy like a 49 you're gonna buy one of these suckers you're gonna buy like a five seven hundred dollar motherboard or something like top of the line ram like eight terabyte ssds like buy four of them you know you're gonna go balls to the wall but i think for the buyers who are more price conscious who actually care about price to performance ratios and things like that i think it makes logical sense that one if you are not on am4 or if you are on am4 if you're only doing gaming then yes you should just focus on the 5800 x3e and if you want productivity then i would say go for the 5900x or go for the 5950x to be honest whichever you get a better value but if you are on wanting to upgrade to am5 buy the ram buy the motherboard and everything if you're only doing gaming, I think it just makes logical sense that you wait for the 7800X3D. It just makes more logical sense if that's all you're doing. And if you're wanting good gaming performance and excellent multitasking and productivity performance, then yeah, go all in and just get the 7950X, the regular one. And then if you want the best of both worlds, then yeah, if you're, you know, you got all money to blow, I would say go for the X3D version but logically speaking you can get the 7950x for a better deal nowadays even though yeah you're still going to need to get a good cooler for those suckers which is inevitable with all these new cpus nowadays whether it be intel or amd you're just going to need better cooling in general but i think it just makes the most logical sense you know because 
the numbers don't lie here. You're getting more bang for your buck with these other options. They're cheaper and they perform, if not perform better than the 7950X3D. And it just makes more sense. But granted, do people always make rational decisions? No, we clearly do not. People will try to argue that people make rational decisions all the time. No, we don't, homie. We are very irrational a lot of the time, but that's okay. That's just how we are. But let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Do you agree with my opinion about the X3D chip? Like, are you personally waiting for the 7800X3D? Or did you already buy the 7900 or the 7950X3D? Like, let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Again, guys, I know this episode is coming out a little bit later due to the fact that, well, we had to get everything ready for spring break so we can finally, you know, relax and enjoy a little bit of freedom. But I do greatly appreciate that you guys are taking time every day to, again, download these episodes, share them, constantly let me know how you feel, whether you like my stupid face or not, or my opinions or not. At the end of the day, it's greatly appreciated. I greatly appreciate you. So that's all I really have for y'all. I hope you guys enjoy. Next week, we should be able to get the episode out on Wednesday due to the fact that, well, I got nothing going on, so it should be easier to actually get the episode out there. But I hope you guys are safe. I hope you guys have yourselves a wonderful spring break. If you're on spring break, if you're traveling, have safe travels. You know, hopefully you get to your destination with no issue or very little issues at all. And I hope you guys just continue to be kind and respectful to those around you. Cause let's be real guys, the world is a weird place. So let's just continue to be kind and respectful to those around us and, you know, try to make the most of this beautiful life that we have, you know, but as always, thank you guys for everything. And I will see you guys next week. Bye guys. Hey there. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day and listening to today's episode. If you're interested in supporting the show, whether it be financially, clicking the follow button, or just sharing the episode, it all works for me, guys. Thank you guys so much for your time, and I love you guys to death. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.